Hello, and welcome to another episode of Still Standing with Valerie Silvera. This is where you get inspired, hopefully motivated, and importantly, empowered. Empowered to take action, to choose courage, to start living your life with a completely different mindset, one that is powerful. I understand that life gets us down. The longer we live on this planet, the more we experience. We experience highs and lows and everything in between. Unfortunately, it's the lows that tend to drag us down, to have us living in fear, giving up, losing hope, completely focused on everything that's gone wrong. And today I want to inspire you to start thinking about making a difference. First of all, I want to say that you make a difference in a lot of different ways. So when I say make a difference, leave your legacy, it could be something big. It could be something specific. It could be a mission that you decide to embrace. It could be a business. It could be that you start volunteering. It could be something like that. But make no mistake about it. How you conduct yourself in your everyday life is also legacy. It is also making a difference. And so I want you to think of your legacy and your way of making difference as an overall picture in your life. Now, if you are wanting to do something specific, then this will apply too. But I really just want to get you not even just thinking about it. Of course, that's where it all begins. But to take some action. And when I give you some thoughts on this, some perspectives, hopefully you will begin to do just that. I think what happens is really in life we strive. We strive to have financial security to have a good job or a position that gives us some kind of status. Unfortunately, we're very, very focused on how we look, what our appearance is, what people think about us. And I do think that we should be, care about what people think about us and we should try to look our best and all of that. But sometimes it really is gets out of whack. And especially in this day of social media, instant information, and these so-called reality shows, which are really, my friends, scripted reality. Okay, this is not how everybody looks and how they conduct themselves and what they say. That's all scripted and, and clipped and, and everything else. But it really gets us into this kind of mindset that what is important in my life is for me to look good, have financial security, have some kind of a status, make sure people think certain things about me, and have a good time. That's the other thing. Do I want to have a good time? You betcha. But I try to have a good time even when I'm working. I try to, to have a good time while I was packing up my house. We're getting ready to move out of California and into Arizona. And I've spent the last few weeks packing. And I try to have a good time doing that. I think that you know it all goes back to mindset. But really, I think that too many people are just looking to have a good time, sometimes as a way of escaping their life. And often because we think it's just our right to just have a good time. And once again, I do think it is good to have a good time. But there are things that are more fulfilling 
than having a good time. Listen, I can be the life of the party and I love to have a good time. There's nothing like it. But when the good times are done, we do have our memories and they are worth the time that we spend having a good time, but they're not lasting other than those memories, right? What is lasting is something that fills your soul, something to live for that's bigger than yourself. This mission that I'm on to help other women to live with courage and to shed shame and guilt and to become strong and healthy, starting with mindset, that this is a mission. And let me tell you what, it is not easy. And, you know, all of it is not fun, but it is fulfilling. And so that's something that you should start thinking about, even though this giving back will be a sacrifice in certain ways. Maybe you'll sacrifice having a good time. Maybe you'll sacrifice some of your financial resources. Maybe you will sacrifice some of your good times in order to really do something that makes a difference that's lasting and that will outlast you. And that's what's really cool about it too. And I think maybe the older we get, we start to think about these things because the reality of you know, where we're headed and how much closer we are to the end makes us think about making a difference and leaving a legacy, something that lasts be well beyond our lifetime on this planet. And that is such a cool thing. I mean, no matter what you believe spiritually, I believe that I'm going to be living in heaven, but even if whatever you believe, isn't it cool to think that that you, a little piece of you, can outlast yourself? That's amazing. So you make a difference in your parenting. You make a difference in your friendships. You make a difference in your work. You make a difference in your interaction with other people. And I realize that some of you are probably sitting there saying right now, well, you know what? I thought parenting was the most important thing to me, and that's gone sideways. That's certainly what happened to me. By far, my most important role, the thing that I valued more than anything else, is was parenting. And when my daughter turned into turned into a life of addiction and you know, wound up living half of her 30-year life in that mode. And, and I lived on the roller coaster from hell as a result of that. Sure, talk about a major disappointment and sadness and all sorts of other emotions, but I'm not really here to talk about that. I'm just wanting to say that I understand. If something that you really valued, that was your making a difference portion of your life, has gone in a real wrong direction, you're going to have to retool. You're going to have to adjust and also, don't think that even if something's gone sideways, that you didn't make a difference, that there weren't little pieces of you deposited in that other person and in that situation, and, and that it didn't make a difference because I can guarantee you that it did. So don't be too, you know, too hard on yourself, thinking that if this one thing went in a different direction, what do I have to give? You always have something to give. And if your life has become very painful, why don't you turn your pain into purpose? Why don't you turn your disappointment into experience and knowledge and perspective that can help other people? It is time, my friend, for you to get passionate about your life. And even if it feels like it's a shambles right now, you're going to have to just buck up and dig down deep and find that courage so that you can find something to get passionate about. And what's really amazing is once you get passionate about this making a difference, this thing that you decide to do, whether it's 
volunteering or starting your own mission or whatever it is. Once you get passionate about that, you'll start to become passionate about all of the other areas of your life. I would like to give you some tips and pointers on this, mainly they're really perspectives and mindset. And I'm going to use my nine actions. And these nine actions I have used, named them nine actions to battle your beast, nine actions for a courageous life. They're really nine actions, nine things that you can put into your life and use them in any area of your life. But I want to kind of correlate them today with this idea, this notion that you have something you're supposed to be doing in order to make a difference. So action number nine, let's go to the end. Action number nine is to make meaning from the madness. And that's really what we're talking about. So if we're talking about this, what do the other eight actions have to do with it? Well, everything. Because these actions all work together. They work as a puzzle. And that's actually how I present them. I present them in a puzzle that is shaped like a heart. And each of those pieces are interlocking. And that represents the interactive and interdependent nature of these nine things. And so while you can focus on one thing, like I'm talking about today, what's really great is once you start to have these nine things as a part of your everyday life, you'll be able to just whip them out whenever you need them to apply to any situation. So I'm going to help you a little bit to understand how they can help you and correlate and support your effort to use action number nine, which is to make meaning from the madness. And let's start out with action number one. That was specifically put as the first action. Even though these aren't steps that are meant to be used sequentially, since there are nine of them and we're used to numbering things one through nine, something had to go first and something had to go at the end. And, and But that is not to say that you start with one, then you move to two, then you, you can use them in whatever way you want, but you've got to get them all working together. But specifically, action number one was placed there for a purpose. Decide to stand up and fight. Because if you don't decide, you aren't going to do anything else. How are you going to make meaning from the madness if you haven't first made a decision? How are you even going to get on your spiritual armor if you haven't made a decision? All of them need action number one. They all need each other. But action number one is really, really at the beginning of everything. Everything we do or don't do, every action we take or don't take, all of our thoughts, everything starts with a decision. Now, some of your thoughts are subconscious. That's a whole nother story. Maybe I shouldn't have even thrown that in there. Let's just talk about action. Anything that you are going to do or not do is going to start with a thought, a decision. And it's critical. Now, I really want to point something out. Action number one, decide to stand up and fight, is definitely about an initial decision, but it goes far beyond that. If you make an initial decision and are not, prepared to make additional decisions, you're probably going to forget about whatever it is you decided to do because you will get knocked down, you will get distracted, you will get disappointed, somebody will say something or do something, life's distractions come along, your own thoughts will try to stop you. Anytime we try to do anything good, there will be a lot of opposition. And so you're going to have to make another decision and another one and another one every time any of those things I just mentioned happens. In addition to that, there are a lot of other decisions along the way in addition to your initial decision. There will be all sorts of decision points. So that's why you've got to really use action number one in every area of your life. Learn how to become a decision-making machine, realizing that 
You don't always have all the information. You don't have a crystal ball. Nobody knows the future. You're just going to have to make a decision based on what you know today. And if it turns out to be, oh, darn, I would have made this other decision had I known these other facts, well, then just make a different decision. That's what's really great about decisions. We don't come onto this planet with a limited supply. You can make as many decisions as you need to. So as far as this making meaning from the madness, make an initial decision to do that and then decide that you are going to stay in this thing as long as it takes until the final round, which really should be the end of your life. You should stay in this. When it comes to making a difference, there is no end. You are going to stay in it until the end of your life. So make that decision that you are all in. Now, action number two is about spiritual armor. Whatever you believe, get your spiritual armor on. And this is really, really helpful when it comes to making a decision because this is about living bigger than yourself. And what's bigger than you? What's bigger than you than God? Nothing. So, I mean, if you don't believe in God, you're going to have to modify this. But, you know, that's the thing. God has something for you to do. You're here for a reason. I don't think that God had all of these negative things that happened to you happen on purpose. He may have, but some of them are other people's decisions. Some of them are free will. Some of these unfortunate things that have occurred in your life, he did allow though, because he certainly could have stopped anything. And so if God allows it, then there's a reason and a purpose. He will always make away when it seems like there is no way. He will always bring purpose out of pain, but it's up to us to see it. It's there. Just because you don't see it doesn't mean it's not there. It's there. It's your job to figure it out. And it really starts with this whole changing your mindset and making a decision. And that's what's kind of fun about taking uh, action number nine and sticking it at the beginning and saying, okay, my ultimate goal is to make a difference. So what do, I need, how, what do I need to do to get there? So get on your spiritual armor. You know, you've made a decision. You're going to get your spiritual armor on. Keep it on. Even when you become confused and your path seems dark and, and you're not sure what's up around the next corner. Action number three is to put on your oxygen mask. And that uh, uh, action is all about self-care. And so what does self-care have to do with making meaning from the madness about serving other people? Well, if you burn out, in the service of other people or because you're in a codependent relationship with somebody else or because you're stressed out about life, you're not going to be able to make that difference, at least not in the same way because you're not going to have any energy. You're not going to have what you need to make this happen. So in the middle of all this, focus on your self-care. And, and you know, that's definitely multifaceted and you'll have to get in there and really work on this. By the way, my friends, these nine actions, go to ValerieSilvera.com and you can learn more about the nine actions. You can find them in my books. And uh, definitely, I have a, a course coming up real soon that is Living a Courageous Life. And that Courageous Life course will really delve into the nine actions. So stay tuned. Be sure you're on my uh, email list. That is a great way. And also, I have a free Warrior Woman Mindset Guide, which is an awesome way to get your mindset straight, you can find that at ValerieSilvera.com as well. You can also go straight to WarriorWomanMindset.com and get that warrior guide. And that will also get you on to my email list. Okay, so action number four 
is to build your circle of strength. And this is critical too, because this is about who you surround yourself with. So if you've decided that you're going to be in this mindset of serving others and you're going to live beyond yourself, but you're surrounded by people who are in the pity party and who are negative and cynical and you know, encouraging you to stay down, it's going to be a little hard to get where you're, where you're going. So delving into your circle of strength is going to help you because you're going to be surrounding yourself with the right people and moving away from the wrong ones. Action number five is to change your attitude. And, you know, really, my friends, I say it all the time, attitude is everything. And you're going to need to change your attitude about your life in general, about your experiences, about the negative things going on, and definitely about this specific thing, this purpose, this meaning that you're working on making now. It's going to require a good attitude and shifting your attitude. And by the way, I mentioned that Warrior Woman Mindset Guide. I have a a tip or two in there that'll help you on that. So you might want to get your hands on that for sure. Action number six is about focus. This is adjusting your focus. And adjust your focus is critical because, you know, going back to attitude and all these decisions and everything I'm talking about with regard to making meaning and beyond We often get so focused on other people's lives, what we think other people have that we don't have, what we're missing out on, why they were blessed more than I was, and it keeps us from ever doing anything. We find ourselves comparing our situation to theirs in in so many ways. And again, that keeps us stuck. So adjusting your focus is going to help you to focus on what you can control, what you have going in your life, what your mission is, and leaving everybody else's mission out of it. Sure, we interact with other people, but when you're living somebody else's life, nobody's living yours. So you've got to start focusing on your mission. Number seven is stop being a control freak. And this is this is really where we get stuck a lot too. And there's a lot to this beyond what you might think the title means. One of them is using the F word, as I call it, and that is forgiveness. And that could mean forgiving other people or forgiving yourself. And really understanding the difference between justice and forgiveness. I've certainly had to learn that with my situation. And, you know, whether whether or not I want justice in a situation, I can still forgive. And so can you. You can still let go. And that's unburdening yourself. When we have, we're carrying around all the things that people have done to us and, you know, how we've been betrayed and disappointed and not treated well, it, one of the things that it does is it kind of keeps us feeling less than, and that's going to be the next action, but it, it, it really damages our self-worth and our self-esteem. And so we need to really let go of that stuff. And another thing we try to do, one reason some of you are not focused on action number nine and making meaning and getting out there and really making a difference in your legacy and all that is because you're in a codependent relationship or you're trying to control somebody else's life. And you keep thinking, well, if I could just get this thing on track, then I would go do this other thing. Then I'd, then I'd step out. Then I'd have more energy. Then I'd have more focus. Then my heart wouldn't be so broken. That all might be true, my friend, but you don't have any control over it. We have zero control over other people's lives. The best thing we can do is Go make the best of ours. 
And just maybe you'll inspire somebody to do the same. Action number eight is to stand on your story. This is about your self-worth. Everybody has a story. This is where you finally say, okay, this is my story, warts and all, all the junk, the messiness of my life. This is what it is. I don't care if people know about it because everybody has a story and it's time for me to stand on mine and stop feeling sorry for myself and getting stuck in the shame and the guilt and all of the other negative stuff that's keeping me from making meaning from the madness. Are you starting to see how all of these nine things work together? Let them be a part of your life. Embrace them. Quit trying to figure out how this one won't work or that one won't work. Somebody said one time, when you find a system, a program, a coaching, somebody you trust, go all in. Stop trying to figure it all out and, and stop trying to, to analyze it and dissect it for ways that it won't work. Just jump in. What's the worst thing that can happen? Your life gets better in a lot of different ways. Embrace these nine actions and start making meaning from the madness because your story matters. So live it courageously. Mm-hmm.